Hi, and welcome to the Ward and Katie Wilsey podcast. I'm Ward Wilsey, and I'm the CFO of HHS, headquartered in the Austin, Texas area. I'm also a former private bank wealth advisor and practicing attorney. And I'm Katie Wilsey, a licensed Texas real estate agent. We live in the Lake Travis area right outside of Austin with our four kids, two dogs, and one cat. We've been through it all with money, broken in debt to debt-free and wealthy. We're continuing to build our wealth and live happier lives. We're here to talk to you about your money, how to earn more, save more, and invest more. We'll talk about the mistakes we've made and how we've learned from them. We'll give you advice on how you can get control of your financial lives, get out of debt, and be on your way to financial success. So buckle up and get ready to take notes because here comes another episode of The The Ward and and Katie Katie Wilsey Podcast. That was a lot better than the first one we did. All right, welcome to another episode of the Warden Katie Wilsey podcast. How are you doing, Katie? I'm good. I'm, I'm great today. Why are you great today? Just a good day. I mean, I I probably sat a lot more than I should sit in one calendar day. So maybe after this, we could walk up to the mailbox. Uh, but maybe we could take Charger out into the field. And like, no, Scout no. needs to walk. We have two dogs. If you're not familiar with who they are scout is a overweight yellow lab and charger is a rescue brown chocolate lab slash Brittany, very fit and in shape um so we're always torn ward wants to take charger out to continue his fitness and bird dog training training. and i feel like poor scout needs to go for a walk because the poor girl's so overweight she wants to go to the mailbox though that would be a perfect task all right okay um so in a good mood because yeah i sat in front of a computer all day but i got two clients under contract today so um, one listing uh pretty much full price offer within four days of being on the market. And we listed high to kind of test the market. Nice. Yeah. Um, and the other is a buyer who I'm listing their house to. They wanted to buy something. They're, they're actually moving out of the country. Well, they think they're moving out of the country. Like with the whole coronavirus scare going on right now, there's a chance things will be halted. But anyhow, as of right now, they are. They're purchasing a second house to downsize a little bit. Okay, coronavirus. So that's the big... So like kudos, two contracts one day. That's a big deal. That's really great. Two very happy buyer-sellers. Everyone listening to this is now clapping yes thank you okay coronavirus Coronavirus. all right so it's everywhere right is it affecting the real estate market um you know not here yet i mean it's it's affecting everywhere you're seeing like schools are now doing don't after spring break we're going out to online classes i saw ucsd just did that rice is doing that i think Can can i say something are they giving the kids discounts on their tuition to accommodate for the fact that they're saving a ton on labor in and around their campus? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I, I do know. know. The answer is no. I know. Could that be a way to maximize profits? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that they had the foresight to think that yet, but I think there will be. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, okay. So, so it's affecting everywhere, but in, I, I would I would guess that in some in most cities, it is affecting real estate a little bit because there's um, the stock market is volatile. The gas industry, oil and gas industry, is 
not doing good at all right now, right? So you have like the whole scare media going on right now and people are getting grounded and quarantine and everything. And it's like, it, there's almost this like, let me look on the computer and see where it popped out next. Like there's this buzz going. So I imagine it it is affecting some people. And I'm not going to lie and say that it's not affecting us because people are starting to question it. But because we're in a rapidly growing city, I think the number yeah. one growing city in the United States right now, and we have an inventory shortage is in the majority of the neighborhoods. I think our 2 million plus is not necessarily in a shortage, but from 200 to a million, we're in a shortage. Man, I'd be interested to see like back where we used to live in San Diego. Like I'd, I'd love to talk to an agent. I, I have several friends that are agents there and it seems like they're still active. Okay. But we know the demographics there, so I imagine things are going to be slow a little bit. Like, it's got a halt, right? Because you've got Qualcomm right there, which we know is a large international company yeah. that brings in a lot of international employees and and has them go out. So if everyone is frozen wherever they are, that it's got to affect things, you know, right? We were, we were in uh, Cincinnati today. And the first thing they asked us, they were like, well, we could we going to the hospital, obviously. Right. And they were like... So who's they? Who asked you that? Someone at the door? Uh, or the people you no, met with? No, one of the executives. Okay. It's, it's so you not, could just walk in freely and expose the whole hospital? Um, well, actually, a lot of hospitals are moving towards stricter measures. Okay. So, um, but they, they, they just wanted to know if you traveled um, yeah. internationally, which that, that makes total sense. Like, you know, if you travel sure. to... A country that was severely affected, like I mean, you shouldn't probably go into. And uh, to be fair, we weren't in a in an actual hospital area. We were in a, like an administrative. Oh, but they asked area. you, so at least you know it's different. Oh, all the hospitals are so okay. Honest. Good. Like I mean, I, like I get like you. What, what people see is stuff on you know the news where you know the government's doing things and stuff like that. But trust me, like all our hospital partners are so on top of this. Um, Good to hear. Oh yeah, like they're. Really well, and I think job. there's a lot of information still unfolding. Like, I, guys, like, consider the source. But my 12-year-old came in today and said, Mom, did you hear that they said that it actually can only live on a counter for two to four hours? And a couple of days ago, they were telling us that it could live for four to seven days. Well, I mean, that's similar to a lot of viruses. And actually, like, the cleaning procedure and how to kill the virus is very similar to, well, to anything else. Well, but what I'm getting at here is the, like... We just, like, we just didn't quite know what we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And maybe we still don't fully, but, like, how easy it was for us to say, oh, it lives for four to seven days. And now it's like, oh, it's two to four hours. Maybe my 12-year-old doesn't know what he's talking about. Which but he pays it, this? Grayson, and he pays attention no, in science. He pays yeah. attention in science. So, so something, and I, I really like his science teacher, so I, I have trust, a feeling. I trust Grayson. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, your question of real estate. So I think in the Austin market, it is... Maybe um, maybe the question, questions are starting to be asked. Like this week, is more questions are coming out. Like, what do you think? How how is this going to affect us? If right, because you have people that are trying yeah. to predict the future, and unfortunately, none of us have a crystal ball. I mean, I will say that, like two weeks ago, if you would have said to me, "Do you think they'll cancel South by Southwest?" I would have said, "Hard no." Like, there's no way. There's so much money on the line. 
Yes. And I then they did. Well, so are they, did they, and you may not know because I certainly don't, are they totally canceling? It's canceled. It's sitting. No, no Cause, totally cause Coach, canceled. Coachella and Stagecoach, are getting moved. they moved to October yeah, or something no, like that. No, hard, hard cancel. I, I bet South by Southwest would be really hard to move because like it's so, it's so it, big. It's so big and it involves so many different like Well, and then you, buildings. they probably end up competing with other large conferences that are competitive, you know, like Coachella's in the desert and southern california they can make coachella and stagecoach are the two things well they're organized by the same director so they they just had the foresight to quickly move it before they got canceled um a big deal south by is a really big deal like 323 million dollars i think i heard today on the radio uh the city of austin has banned any events over 2500 people will be glad to know the bandera wild hog festival is still going on yes and so far, I did email the Austin Rodeo, and they're not canceled yet. That's important. Um, but so back to real estate, I guess that's what we're supposed to be talking about here. It It's not really, but we are having to address people's concerns because it's like 50% of the people here are scared and 50% are just unsure what to think, mm-hmm. right? Like that's kind of where... I fall is in this like, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of keep going. I'm not scared, but I just kind of keep going through the motions. I'm more scared of like what the media is doing to our economy. Like to, I'll be honest with you that like that freaks me out a little bit more than so, yeah, the virus like, itself. Well, what's interesting, I don't want to get anyone sick, but I what's certainly interesting is like, you see all the, all the recollections of like all these events that have happened. Like, you know, I survived this, this, right. the, those things on, on Facebook or whatever. And it's like, when you think about all these scares, like whether it's Ebola or like the SARS, Mayan, or the whatever. Ma- yeah. SARS, the Mayan apocalypse, uh, Y2K, like there's, there's stuff that happened like every, I mean, not every year, but every few years where it's like a temporary disaster. And, you know, then two years later, no one even remembers it. And I, I like, I would suspect this is going to be kind of the same thing where, you know, no one's really going to remember. Well, and I would suspect that every year that we move forward, they're going to be worse and worse because the, because of the media, because of social media, like seven years ago, we didn't have this firestorm of activity. Like we have ever, we can find out the second someone tests positive in India, it pops up on my newsfeed. Totally. Right. Like that's, it's dangerous a little bit. Um, so anyhow, I, people are still buying like crazy. Like I said, I got, had two contracts today. There's, um, there's still consumer confidence. I think it helps that the, the interest rates are really low right now. And, and well, what's interesting is, is and that like, was controlled. What, what's interesting is I, so the, the, the fed cut rates, right. like significantly half a ba- a half a basis point. Right. If, Fifty percent of one percent last, uh, last Friday week. or Monday, yeah. yeah. And mortgage rates haven't gone down by that much, so it's an important reminder. Like it's, it's a slow. It, it should go down a yeah. little more, fit, but it's important reminder. It's not a like, direct. When you see that the Fed cuts rate. That doesn't mean like mortgage rates automatically cut by the same amount because it's Correct. a different market. It's it's correlated, but not like it doesn't drop like when the Fed drops rates and raise when the Fed right. Fed it's interesting rates. how people think that that's a direct connection, and it's it's not. It's a slow trickle. 
Yeah. When they cut rates, it will end up affecting mortgages eventually, but not, not the day. But trust me, I saw lenders on Monday posting how low their rates were. And I was like, really? That quickly, huh? It's starting to go down. It's starting to go down. So, um, yeah. So I think consumer spending, I said confidence earlier. Consumer confidence is not at an all time high. I would say, (laughs) I would say, can, Consumer spending is still great in Austin. Sure. Especially like in the toilet paper aisle, uh, which that is a whole nother thing that I don't really understand. Um, like yeah, I mean, the psychology, everyone explains here. it to me as like, well, no, when people get scared, they, they stock, they stock up on toilet paper. Why like of they, all things, they, like there's, it seems like there's so much, like I would be stocking up on chicken, eggs, milk, beer, Beer, maybe ammo for some people, yes. water, yeah. like, and toilet paper, but it just, I find it odd. It's kind of like, why just the shortage of the one item? Can I go into my stuff? I up? thought, hold on, before I knew much about this, I was like, oh, maybe it gives you an upset stomach. <laughs> and so you use an excess amount of toilet paper, and that's, yeah. people know more than I do. <laughs> So, so buying toilet paper is like the very low end of, of prepping against disasters at the very high end is the people who say like, you should buy gold because if all goes to hell, gold's still going to retain its value. So this goes into my thing, like, and this is just, this is investment advice. If your thought is you're going to buy gold to deal with coronavirus or something else, first of all, when the market tanked, so did gold. Do people think about buying gold? All the time. (laughs) All the time. Like this, when when I used to be in the private bank, I would deal with the conversation. Every time the market would go down, I'd have these gold conversations. Huh. And I finally went, I finally started telling people I would much rather you just buy ammo. And, and here's, here's my theory about it. Like, if even if you don't use it, you could sell it. Yeah. Well, that and and like you're buying gold, or you're buying toilet paper in this case because you think the world's about to go to hell, and you think that's gonna like money's gonna dry up and the dollar's not gonna be worthless, and the dollar is gonna be worthless, yeah. and you need it as a medium of exchange. People always like. Go to economics one hundred and one definitions when they talk about so gold. toilet paper is a bartering tool. Totally, that's okay. why people are doing it. Whether they say that or not, that's ultimately the the the, the deep down reason. But with gold or toilet paper or whatever, I would much rather you buy ammo, and here's why: and ammo, like it's much more portable. You could put all of your ammo in a backpack and carry it around. <laughs> Toilet paper takes up a lot of room in your trunk. So does gold. Like, did you know how much... Like, gold is heavy, you're right. Gold, like... Could you imagine my mom carrying a bunch of gold? It wouldn't work. No. But ammo she could carry. And you... you, you What you would be able to do is you'd be... It's... it's what about it, wine? Like, I... It's not... It's <laughs> First of all, it would break. That would be a great bartering tool. No, it would it would break and it's Who not divisible. Who would break my wine? It's not... You you drop it or no, you drink it. No, I would it. not drop my. You, you're not going to drink bullets. So, <laughs> but the other thing about bullets is they're highly divisible. But so you might like, shoot your bullets. Come on, I, I have a valid point here. No, no, you don't. <laughs> so I like like for instance, I took I, I took my dad shooting for the first time a month ago, and like they made us buy because we're using a rental gun. These twenty two bullets, like there was a thousand pack, and and. 
So, you know, say like in, in, in the apocalyptic world that a thousand pack is worth 200 bucks or the equivalent. Well, you can break it up into individual bullets. I get it. I just think if the apocalyptic world was here or like the walking dead, I'd rather have wine. (laughs) I'm just saying. If you had wine and I had bullets, I'd have your wine. (laughs) Oh, touche. Yes. Bullets are the ultimate So someone needs to have wine though. Yeah, but, but the person with the bullets is going to take it. Okay, point taken. Back on track. Okay. So right. what do we need to prepare for? Do we need to, like, is this, let's figure out, is there a money-making opportunity here? Well, I mean, look, the, the stock market's still down. So if you invest in the stock market. So buy? If you, is it going to tank more? It could. It could not. So every time you get paid, if you're investing in your 401k, you're buying in at a discount and you're going to make money over time. So that's number one is if you're investing in your 401k, keep doing it because you're buying stocks on sale right now. Okay. If you know, you know, with our real estate, we're not sitting there itching to buy right now because prices are right. So out. I would say but if you're not, in a market that seems like it's starting to be compromised by this, then maybe it would be an opportunity to, to buy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not necessarily we're there. Not. I, yeah. I, oh, you mean another city or yeah, something like, like that? Yeah, like maybe in, I, see that. I don't know, Tennessee or something. Like maybe it's a... Tennessee's hot too for, for, for real estate. It is. Well, they just got hit though with some weather. Yes. So. But I mean, I, like I think the stock market's a better example just because okay. it, you know... So you, that's where you think would be... Yeah. Because like we can visually see that it has crashed. It's gone. What about oil? It hasn't crashed. Would you buy oil? <laughs> So if I was to buy, if I was to buy oil, first of all, like there's a lot of different things in oil. There's, you know, you're buying, you're buying land where they produce oil and that's, you know, especially in Texas, that's kind of gone. You're not going to buy land to be able to drill on it because everyone's taken the mineral rights. But if you, to invest in oil nowadays, you know, things like master limited partnerships, which is basically you're investing in the oil pipelines you know, those may be down. What often happens, and I haven't checked, you can, the listener can check online. Master limited partnerships will often drop in value when oil drops in value, but they're still running the same amount of oil through those pipelines. So it'll come back pretty quick. So that's a good place to at least check. But frankly, you know, with, with the S&P 500 going down the way it's gone down in the last couple of weeks, that's, that's, that's the first place to look for a deal right now. And if it goes down further, it's more of a deal. It'll eventually get okay. – it, it, it's it's down from its highs. It'll eventually get past those highs. So it's a good time to invest right now. Okay. They're bargains. Sounds like you know what you're talking about. Good because that's what we're doing with our money. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. But you haven't done anything yet because we're going to talk about it, right? Of course we're going to talk about it. Okay. Okay, what else? Is there anything else pressing that we need to dive into right now or are we wrapping up for the evening? Um, I think think we'll keep this one short just because I'm... uh, Because it's a coronavirus. It's a coronavirus. That's probably how long it's going to last. I mean, hopefully. I I still feel a little twinge of like... uh, I mean, I hope it 
doesn't go crazy. No, I don't think it will. Did you see the new? They were talking about doing an economic like relief package for it. I don't think it's necessary because I think it's temporary. But they're talking about at one point cutting payroll taxes temporarily to stimulate the economy. I mean, I don't think people have stopped purchasing right now. I, I think people are purchasing. Well, I, you know, I, I think, think it will slow down though. Yeah. So here's the deal. Here's what I. Here's my fear a little bit. Like to be a realist in this, like, cause I, it's obviously something I don't, I don't think it's a hoax personally, but I think we are over dramatizing it. But what I do worry is that it's like, we're, we're still like on the upward tick and it hasn't peaked yet. So once it peaks, we're all, it's really going to kind of affect us all. And that's when we're going to need. So I guess the fact that they're, they've got the foresight and are already planning the, they're thinking the stimulus. Ahead. Yeah. Because two weeks well, ago, I didn't I, think we know, would do it. But, Here but we I'll are. tell you like having flown like the past couple of weeks. It's quiet. Oh, today was like, I, I mean, know. So Hotels are out, down. We flew so, out Monday morning, came back today. Travel is flights. dying. Yeah. Both flights like. Allegiant on the way out and Delta on the way back. Delta was like half full. For those of you, who, well, no one can see. Katie's upset with me because I'm playing fetch with Charger while we're in here. Well, do you know why? Because Scout barks. Well, it's twofold. Those are like my favorite running socks. I think I spent way too much money on like maybe $20 on that pair of socks alone. Oh, yeah, so $10 a flipping sock. And when you throw it, our Scout, who we've got locked out because she barks too much, she's going to start barking because she thinks we're in here playing without her. Oh, so it's twofold. All right, Treasure, you have to chill out for a minute, buddy. Okay. So we will fill you guys in on the corona. We'll probably have to talk about the coronavirus a little bit more in a few it more may, episodes. It may, last a, it may last a little longer, but for the time so being, here's one more thing. We will talk about... Leave on know, this note? Well, so... One thing to to think about for protecting yourself against d- things that go on like this and shifts in the economy, because it could go on for a while, it could cause a recession. You never know. One sure. thing is for anyone out there, you know, if you're in like debt, especially like personal debt, credit cards, car debt, you know, other personal debt, student loans, things like that, you will get affected a lot more by. The blips like this than people like people who are debt free and and out of debt. So the big thing to think about is being debt free and having a cash cushion to deal with things like this, because if it did turn into a recession, people could lose jobs. People could lose. Right. So, So I guess it's like no shit Sherlock, but like really this is the reason for the emergency fund or this is the reason for, for the like debt free. Like if you're having, if, if you're right, committed like, to 2000 well, bucks a what's month. What's interesting debt, is people like, always say like, what if something crazy happens? Well, it's here. It's happening. It yeah. may not be as bad as not we end crazy. up thinking, but like if you're in the hotel industry, this is crazy. Or like I have a client that is, we're supposed to do two Ted talks and get paid I don't know, close to a million dollars a talk at South by Southwest and they got canceled. The cruise, that's the cruise huge. Industry, the cruise, the cruise industry, industry the hotel industry. Like crazy. Right. Like, so, so it, you know, being debt free and, and this, this may be like if, if someone who's listening is, you know, heavily on in the debt verge, right yeah. now, I, you know, I, I'm sorry for whatever happens, but you know, use this as a reminder that the next time 
you got to get debt well, free. Well, and it's also not too late to just start trying. Just start trying. Yeah, and just take the little steps. Okay. You know, so. All right. Well, we're going to get off our high horses. I think we did a little preaching there at the end, but it's... Uh, but that's the advice. Like, it, get, it totally get, get out of debt. It really is. I know. It's important. We say it to our kids. We say it to each other. Like, it's, it, we say it to our friends. Yeah. It's the best advice you can get. Okay. All right. Good night. Good night.